0: What exactly does Brian Burke do with the Penguins? And what's he adding to this whole equation? Why is he even here? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates. Brian Burke made a little bit of a tour of speaking with Pittsburgh Media yesterday, which was a generous gesture on his part after spending part of last weekend giving leaks out to his buddies in Canada on matters related to the Penguins. This isn't someone I've ever held in particularly high regard. And I've been up front about that way before he came to Pittsburgh, after he came to Pittsburgh, and not really much of anything has changed. And I say that even though, and I said this at the time that he was hired, definitely willing to, you know, be open-minded and listen and observe and see what it is that he does what impact will he have to date and i understand it hasn't been very long i don't see a thing and all i hear is just basic echoing of things that other people are saying and or feeling And a lot of it doesn't even sound remotely genuine. Do you remember the thing when Jeff Carter was acquired and he gave that weird response about how, where are the Pittsburgh Penguins? We don't have to convince anybody to come here. And he'd been on the job for like two, three months to be talking about where are the Pittsburgh Penguins and whatever else. It's just... like, I know a lot of people saw that and went, rah, rah, yeah, that's us, that's us. But at the same time, it was kind of like, what? What? There's got to be a benefit of the doubt that comes along with any individual that's recommended by Mario Lemieux. I would make a habit of <laughs> second-guessing 66. <laughs> He's kind of pushed a lot of the right buttons in his life. And this was 66th. Ron Hextall had been hired, essentially, as the GM. And it was Mario who spoke up in the conversation with David Morehouse and said, What about Burkey?" Well, when the boss makes a suggestion like that, you take it seriously. And they did, and they went out, and they got Brian Burke away from the Canadian media that he apparently hasn't really left yet. And... He came to Pittsburgh and he said all these very Brian Burke-like things. And and then what? I think there were a lot of people expecting this week in particular, and this is why I'm bringing all of this up, that there'd be some, some distinction. It doesn't have to be a disagreement. It doesn't have to be uh, looking for a completely different point of view than what had been presented by the individual players following losing to the Islanders, by the head coach, after the same by the general manager. And here's Burke, who at least in title ranks above any of them. This is Hextall's show, by the way, like completely. But he ranks above them in title. And that maybe people were looking for something that sounded at least just a, you know, something different, that there'd be some kind of dialogue that would result from all this. And instead, Burke's remarks, and I'll read you one of these yesterday. He spoke with Dave Molinari, our beat writer at DK Pittsburgh Sports, and he was talking in this case about how unified he is with his management and coaching staff. Quoting directly now, People think there's a split between me and Hexie and Sully, that Hexie and I are in one camp and Sully is in another. That's not true. Sully would love to get bigger and tougher, but his only requirement is that they be able to play. Our DNA is go, go, go. It's skill and speed. Would we like to augment that a bit with some toughness? Yeah, Sully is on board with that. We've spoken about it very candidly. And he goes on to say that the core is all great. He goes on to say that everything that happened in the regular season was great. He goes on to say that Tristan Jari is our goaltender. He even speaks up for Mike Buckley, who I think was the one thing that everybody was sure was going to change. The goaltending coach. I happen to agree with all of those positions all of those stances except Buckley. So this isn't me biting back about certain stances or whatever. I'm just wondering what it is that he does. What's the occupation? This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels. You don't pay for DVR, there's no such thing as installation, no contracts, cancel any time. Right now, FuboTV is offering our listeners of this show a 7-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Go to the web at FuboTV.com slash DK to take advantage of this offer. One more time, it's FuboTV.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. If the objective, if Mario's objective in bringing Burke aboard was that Mario had gotten tired of seeing the superstars mistreated. Again, that would be something that is a resonating echo of his own brilliant career. Then I kind of would have gotten it. If Mario wanted Burke aboard so that he'd have someone of authority to be able to keep his GM from going too far out of line or becoming too much of a rogue the way Ray Shiro had and the way arguably Jim Rutherford had, then you'd think there'd be at least a little bit of dissonance, you know? And and again, this is just stuff that we see on the surface. So maybe there is behind the scenes, but you have to understand that when you're talking about Brian Burke talking about someone with a robust history of just saying whatever's on his mind. So we don't have any reason to believe that there's even that being contributed. This isn't some, you know, mega criticism or whatever of the job he's done. As I pointed out earlier, in a different context, he hasn't been here very long. I just thought that by the time we'd get to June, that we'd have some, some clue, some concept of what it is that he's doing here and what it is that he can contribute. For me, I'd have no issue if it was just Hextall. I liked the Hextall hire, said so at the time. Hextall doesn't strike me as the egomaniac type that would become super power hungry and want to take over everything. And uh, that actually happens to a lot of general managers in a lot of sports. And I've seen it happen a lot in Pittsburgh. And I have a really, really hard time picturing that with Hextall. So again, this is more just posing a question than anything else. What's he doing here? You know? When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, as brought to you always. In this program by the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how one dollar can be turned into five full meals that's how efficient their process has become one dollar is all it takes For them to be able to produce and deliver five full meals to those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. And make sure you spell out Pittsburgh when you do that. Don't do it like a PGH or something. Today's question comes from Mike Doyle, who asks, why not just throw a bunch of money at Tukerask? Trade Jason Zucker and Mark Pedersen for draft picks to clear up $9.5 million and give that money to Rask. I'm assuming he's not retiring, of course. Well, there's a lot of assumptions when it comes to a player who's that deeply entrenched. Rask has been through an awful lot in Boston, and, by the way, he is only a year removed from leaving his team in the middle of the playoffs in the bubble up in Toronto. And regardless of what you think about his reasons for doing so, it says something that he and they were able to bridge that almost instantly going into this current season. I don't see Rask leaving Boston. You don't put in that much time and achieve that much there and arguably leave a better team at least one that's gotten further along in recent years for another team for for what? You know, he's already made a ton of money and everything else here. So I, I wouldn't be thinking on that level. I, I'd be looking more when you're talking about goaltenders, it's someone like a Jonathan Quick, who hasn't been anywhere near as good over the last three years, but obviously has a similar pedigree from his time in Los Angeles. And I keep comparing in my head quick and his potential revival to what we've seen of Jeff Carter, where they were both kind of marooned there with the Kings not really going anywhere, no direction, still hanging on to a bunch of old guys that they never, ever apparently are going to let go, and that can bring a guy down. There's also Peter Mrazek, Alex uh, There's There's guys like that that are going to be in the UFA range that won't cost the kind of money that you're talking about because if you're giving away, which is sounds like what you're okay with doing here, Zucker and Pedersen, you're not going to get draft picks for these guys. Uh, teams consider taking on Cap Hit to be giving in a trade. You know, think about that for a second. They don't see it as anything other than them doing you a favor. That they want to be compensated for that, not the other way around? Uh, I think this would be something that would be a whole lot simpler, uh, especially after hearing both Hextall and Burke this week really, really get behind Jari. I think it's entirely feasible that they would want to just look at some further support for him. Hextall never brought up Casey DeSmith but but Burke did yesterday and he praised Casey DeSmith as well so I I I don't I don't know man you know you're asking me Mike and I'm not in charge of the team I want to see a number one goaltender at least as having the potential to supplant Jari not just for the regular season opener, but for game one of the playoffs. And I don't believe that that individual is currently in-house. I really don't. But we'll see how Hextall ends up handling that. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, Uh, not just today but all week long. We're here every day. We will not go away when the team isn't playing you got to trust me on that. I don't believe in in-season, off-season, or anything like that when it comes to sports. There's stuff that happens all year long that we can talk about, and you can count on this show being available for you in podcast form every weekday morning that isn't a holiday. Also, if I can suggest to you, as long as you're still hanging around, check out DK Pittsburgh Sports. We do some work that we're pretty proud of there. From the hockey standpoint, we have the Hall of Famer, Dave Molinari, on the beat. We have Taylor Haas. She does tremendous work on the Penguins, on the system, uh, on NHL contracts, on the expansion draft. Uh, And I I, I dabble in a little hockey myself, and I'm on there as well. Give Give us a look. DK Pittsburgh Sports. Appreciate your time. We'll talk again Monday.